Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Good morning. It is the Thursday before WrestleMania. This is 80s Wrestling, the podcast. My name is Jumpin' Jay, and the man sitting across the microphone from me, none other than Mr. Tommy Fierro. Tommy, good to talk to you today, brother. How are you doing today? Jumpin' Jay. How you doing today, friend? Listen, I'm doing fantastic. It's a big week for wrestling fans. It is the Thursday before WrestleMania, so we're going to talk a whole bunch about the biggest spectacle in sports entertainment. But first, I got to talk to you about your weekend. I know you had one heck of a weekend. Last episode we talked, you had an ISPW show you were looking forward to. You had some live in-store signings you were looking forward to. And then you had one of the most entertaining Monday night virtual signings <laughs> yet. And so I just got to hear all about it, Tommy. Fill us in. How did everything go this weekend for you? Well, first, thank you for asking. And everything went great. Friday night was the ISPW show in Totowa, New Jersey at the ISPW Arena. Jay, I don't know if I sent you a picture of the weekend. I don't think I did. I'll, I'll text it to you today. The, the building actually created a huge, and I mean huge, ISPW arena banner. It's now the official arena of ISPW at the Totowa PAL. So uh, the lady that runs the building, her name is Julie. She's fantastic. She made a huge ISPW arena banner. She sent me, she texted me a picture of it the night before, but it didn't do no justice because when I got to the building, it was gigantic. Like it, it took my breath away. That's, that's how awesome it was. And, it, I, you know, I had a moment because it meant a lot to me. And, uh, yeah, the show was awesome, man. Anyone that didn't read the results, I have them posted on our ISPW Wrestling uh, Instagram page or Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook, just go to ISPW Wrestling. If you're on Instagram, it's at ISPW Wrestling. And we posted the results from this past weekend's show. So I don't want to talk too much about it here just because it is – a very, very, very uh, popular topic today, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in depth, the greatest memories and moments of WrestleMania. And, uh, but yeah, the, the show was great, man. Uh, a big, big, big cliffhanger ending. Uh, I tried to think of something outside the box that hasn't been done before in wrestling, and I, I did it, and it went off really, really good. Uh, so if you, you hadn't had an opportunity to read the results yet, just head over to ISPW Wrestling on Facebook or uh, Instagram, and I, I posted the results there. And uh, we saw Coco Beware uh, perform Piledriver live at the show. Lanny Papo uh, recited the Hall of Fame induction poem for, Lanny, uh, for his brother Randy Savage from the Hall of Fame a few years back. So it was real cool, man. And then uh, Sunday we had Earl Hepner, Tony Atlas, and Lanny Papo in store at the Wrestling Collector. Uh, real nice turnout for them. And then Monday was Monday Night Virtual which will be the last one for a while as I'm taking a little hiatus to get ready for 80s Wrestling Con Live next month on May the 7th. And uh, you saw that uh, virtual signing, so uh, <laughs> it was definitely definitely interesting. And then after, it was a long weekend, man, because after the virtual signing was over, it didn't end for me yet because then I switched I switched the, uh, the backdrop and it was uh, ISW Sunday Night Slam taping with Maven and Ryan, and uh, we didn't get out of there after midnight. So, uh, yeah, we, we taped three more episodes of ISW Sunday Night Slam. And if you haven't had an opportunity to check those out yet, they're on YouTube. Just type in ISPW Sunday Night Slam, and it'll pop right up on YouTube. The first two episodes uh, have been 
added on there in this past week's episode, which just aired this past Sunday, is a cool one, Jay. You have Carlito making a surprise appearance. Uh, and also Bobby Valentine, the famous New York Mets manager and legend, appears on this episode as well. So I would definitely go out of your way to watch it if you haven't done so yet. I've I've tuned in. I saw the first episode, loved it, watched it with one of my sons. I will watch the second, and I just will look forward to Sunday nights as much as I've been looking forward to the Monday nights programs that you guys run because it's all quality, it's all entertainment, and it's all around this thing we love called professional wrestling. I'm glad the weekend went well for you. You had a full weekend, no doubt about it. I tuned in Monday night, laughed. I had a great time. It was super entertaining, and so I'm just excited that everything went well. And it's a big day, Tommy. We are the Thursday of WrestleMania week. And so you texted me, said, hey, in honor of the big event, let's do a greatest WrestleMania moments of all time show. And I thought it was a fantastic idea. So do the callers, Tommy, because we're stacked three deep already. But before we jump into the calls, let me just ask you, as a wrestling fan, does this WrestleMania week, does the buildup now, at the age you're at, does it still get you excited? Does it still uh, pump you up? Or does it feel different? Like, compare it for me as when you were a young Tommy looking forward to WrestleMania to uh, uh, now nowadays. How does it compare and contrast for me, Tommy? <sighs> Feels in comparison. Um, you know, it, it, just, I just, it just dawned on me that it was WrestleMania weekend coming up when I texted you. Let's do a... Because originally, we were gonna, I was going to have another guest to promote 80s wrestling con and we will at the end of the episode but uh i figured since it is wrestlemania week it would be cool to you know do a special wrestlemania themed episode here on 80s wrestling the podcast your favorite wrestlemania memories and moments and yeah man it it doesn't feel the same and it's not only because you know i i'm i'm in the business and i do this for a living now because you know up until recent years i would still get super excited for wrestlemania every year i mean but it's not like it was when we were kids man like even not even 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 ten fifteen years ago, you know, you would wake up and you would feel like it's Christmas morning, and I don't know if that's because you know it's two nights now instead of one, if you know the writing and the storylines are just not there, a combination of everything, which I'm sure it is, it just doesn't feel. It's only two days away, I'm, and, and at the store on Saturday, at the Wrestling Collector, if you're in New Jersey, definitely check out. Uh, the store this weekend. We're doing WrestleMania all day and all night from 10 a.m. to midnight. We're going to be showing old WrestleManias throughout the day, NXT Live, WrestleMania Live, and we're going to have former WWF star Paul Roma in the shop along with Mario Mancini from 3 to 7 p.m. They'll be in the store, and then we'll have some cameo appearances from some of the ISPW stars appearing throughout the day. So it's gonna, and we're doing weekly. Uh, we're doing uh, hourly giveaways. Every hour, we'll give away something. If we'll give everyone a ticket, so it's gonna be a cool day. If, if you're not going to, if you live in the New Jersey area and you're not going to Texas or WrestleMania, it's the next best place to be. We'll be partying all day long here at the Wrestling Collector. But the moral, of what I want to say is, is that I have that going on this Saturday, which you would think, holy crap, a WrestleMania party all day and all night long. It's so cool, you know. Well, I'm not even excited about that. I just I just don't know what it is. I don't know. 
I don't know, man. I just can't put my finger on it, but it's not when we were kids when you woke up on WrestleMania 4 morning and you knew you were going to see a new WWF champion crown. You were just absolutely, you know, you, you couldn't stop looking at the clock from when you woke up until the time that show started. And, and again, it was even like that, I would say, 10 years ago. You know, you, you, know you, you just couldn't wait for the day to pass and every hour that goes by gets closer to WrestleMania and, you know, you would have all the, you know, me and my friends would have WrestleMania parties every year, big parties. And, uh, you know, no one does that anymore really either. So, yeah, it just, it's just different. Yeah, I agree. First of all, I'm glad you're doing something at the store because if you're a wrestling fan, this is, you know, our Super Bowl. This is still the biggest sure. event of the year. So I'm glad you're celebrating it. But I, I'll piggyback at what you say. It, it does feel different every year that it comes around. And I, I'm fully aware that part of it is because when you're a kid, you live more of a carefree life. You know, you worry about playing with your friends, you worry about school, and you worry about wrestling. As you get older, you have other bigger things that you need to worry about. You got work, you got bills, you got stress. And so part of it is we just lose that little bit of our childhood innocence and excitement. But I think above and beyond that, it, it just isn't built the same as it was back then. And I can tell we're getting older, Tommy, because when I Googled, you know, the top moments of WrestleMania in preparation for this, most of the moments take place in relatively close-up WrestleManias in the last 10 years. I had to search through lists to find moments that were fresh in my mind. The moments I remember as a kid, they're just not making these lists anymore because so much time is passing. But we got callers on hold. I'm hoping they bring up some of the moments that you and I uh, have near and dear to our hearts. So we'll jump into some phone calls and let's see where this conversation takes us about the greatest moments in the history of WrestleMania. We're going to jump into our first caller, Danny from Butler. Danny, welcome back to the show, brother. Happy WrestleMania week to you. Tommy Jumpin' Jay, always a pleasure. Uh, tremendous topic. Uh, you know, it's been, like I said, uh, I got to agree with Tommy. Uh, definitely, uh, WrestleMania is WrestleMania. You no matter what, the showcase of the Immortals. That feel. Hello. Yeah, we're here, brother. Hello. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, it does. You know, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't have that feeling. You know. You know, growing up uh, that you had with the anticipation leading up. You know, definitely, obviously. You know, when we were growing up in that time, you know, that was the band that there was. You know, they, you didn't have a monthly pay per view event. You definitely knew you're building up from WrestleMania from the start of the summer. You know, then obviously it gets bigger to the Royal Rumble and then, you know, to the actual show. So, right, you know, it's kind of watered down, you know, right now. Like, you know, I'm, I, I have nothing against Roman Reigns. I think he's done a, a tremendous job as a champ. Um, but, you know, how many times are we going to do Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar? You know, it's, I think this is their third time at WrestleMania. So it kind of gets, a, you know, a little stale. But, you know, I'm... Besides the point, um, I, you know, when I think about the WrestleMania, you know, the first WrestleMania that I watched was WrestleMania three. I was able to watch it at the Capitol Theater in Passaic, uh, closed circuit. And you know, when I, you know, the, the, when you talk about WrestleMania moments, you know, obviously as a kid, the one that's always going to stick out to me is the stare down between Hogan and Andre. I think that right there, that was like I think the first true iconic WrestleMania moment with that, that stare down, you know, that leading up to, you know, Hogan uh, body slamming him um, at the end of the match. You know, that, you know, like I said, those are the moments that are, are frozen in time. You never forget those. 
Um, like I said, there's, there's so many. Like I said, I could don't go on and on, but you know, when I think about the you know iconic moments, you know, the stare down, the body slam, you know, I, I could think about you know WrestleMania 10, you know, uh, at the end of the the main event, you know, everybody lifting up Bret Hart after he beat Yokozuna, um, you know, them uh, bringing him, lifting him up, everybody on the shoulders, Macho Man coming out, giving him a hug, and then you see uh, Owen Hart come out and just uh, look at Brett with disdain after, you know, he beat him early in the night. You know, there's so many, you know, say, my personal one that, that I had, that I was actually, you know, there for uh, was uh, the end of the era match between uh, Undertaker and, and Triple H at WrestleMania 28 in Miami. I was uh, there with my wife. And, you know, you had uh, Sean uh, Michaels at the, as a special guest referee. And, you know, the, them at the end of the match, those guys walking out, you know, holding up uh, Triple H and, you know, going up the, the the tunnel and, you know, everybody, you know, giving them their accolades. That right there, that's another – that's personally, that's one of my favorites because I was there. But like I said, there's, there's so many of them, you know, you could go on and on. You know, you could think about The Rock and, Hulk, and Hogan at, at WrestleMania 18 with, with their stare down. I, you know, icon versus icon. You know, so like I said, there's so many. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I want to, you know, let everybody get their, uh, you know, their moments in. But like I said, those to me, you know, like I said, WrestleMania three, uh, Hogan and Andre. You know, the, the Bret Hart. You know, I think, you know, also think about Shawn Michaels uh, jumping off the, the ladder against uh, Razor. You know, those, like I said, those mm-hmm. are the, the mm-hmm. images that, are, that that always stand the test of time. Absolutely, man. Those are yeah, those are phenomenal moments in WrestleMania history, no doubt about it. And I love that you highlighted the stare down factor because that's part of the big night feel, the big fight feel is when you have two guys who haven't touched in a while finally make it into the ring, standing face to face, that stare down, that moment of anticipation. And Danny, I think you hit it out of the park when you opened the call by saying part of the reason it doesn't feel as big is because we have so many what we could say are pay per views. All right, they changed what they call them now, but these big events. When we were growing up, there was only a handful of them a year, and everything led to WrestleMania. And so when you got that stare down, that was the first time that you actually felt those tingles go, oh, my goodness, I've been looking forward to this, and it's happening. Now is the moment. And so I dig everything you were talking about, Danny. I think you're right on the money. Yeah, like I said, you know, like you did, you know, you know, you think about WrestleMania, you you also hit it. You know, that's the that's our Super Bowl. You know, that's the is the granddaddy of the mall. Um, you know, you never know what you're gonna expect. You know, you always, you know, you know, you know, you know, who could ever forget? Uh, you know, the unholy alliance between you know Stone Cold and McMahon at WrestleMania 17. You know, that was you know another iconic moment. You know, you never, you always. You know, it always felt felt like every WrestleMania you ended with a, a feel good story with the you know with the baby face, but you know they definitely you know that was a complete uh, you know no, nobody expected that one you know between McMahon and, and Stone Cold that right there you know you talk about you know mind fucking somebody you know part of my French but that's you know that's you just couldn't you you couldn't do any better than that you know that's definitely what's lacking nowadays is just the creative ability to you know, you know, grab the fan and, and just suck them in. And like I said, it's, you know, it's awesome. WrestleMania, like I said, no matter how old you get, I think you always look forward to it. But like I said, it's kind of hard to duplicate what we did, uh, what they did, you know, us growing up in the 80s, you know, and, and even in the early 90s. But I'm going to let you guys go, Tommy. 
you know, I, I, I know it's been a couple of weeks. I'm trying to make my way to the store. It's been a, lo- a rough week. I had, a, I wanted to make the signing on Sunday, but you know, that my, my, my youngest ended up sick on Friday. He had a virus then he passed it to me and Lucas. So it was just a, it was a rough weekend. And then, you know, my wife got sick. So we're, you know, we're pretty much everybody's mm-hmm. recuperating, but I'm definitely looking forward to come up, uh, coming to the store and uh, see you guys. And, uh, you know, I can't believe it's just, you know, we're a month away from uh, Russell, uh, 80s wrestling console. Definitely looking forward oh, yeah, to uh, seeing you out there, you know, jumping Jay. I'm definitely looking forward to finally meeting you. It's going to be, it's going to be, a, you know, tremendous. And uh, like I said, you guys keep up the good work and I uh, look forward to speaking to you guys uh, every week. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Danny. Uh, prayers out to your family. Hope everybody feels better. Yeah, and nice I'm point. counting down the days to meet you in person, brother. I can't wait. Absolutely. You guys uh, take care and uh, have a great weekend. Danny, do me a favor, man. Give give uh, give little Lucas a too sweet for me, all right? You got it, man. Any Anytime. <laughs> hey, and, and we're also, the store's going to be open Saturday from 10 a.m. to midnight. Uh, we're doing a whole WrestleMania oh, wow. all day long thing. So if you got a chance, stop in sometime during the day. We're going to have some ISPW guys here. Paul Roma and Mario Mancini is going to be here from 3 to 7. So it's going to be fun all day long. Yeah. Also, I wanted to. I forgot to mention. You know, the you know two weeks ago when you had your your one year anniversary, you did a that was a tremendous job. You know, the guys uh, that you had there, they were all awesome. You know, they uh definitely uh you know they all took a liking to Lucas, and like I said, it was a definitely a a great experience. It was fun. You know, they were all class acts. You know, especially you know Maven. Maven was them, but a gentleman. You know, I appreciate him and not uh, Danny uh, Danny Morrison. So uh, like I said, hopefully uh you know we'll get to see each other soon again uh, you know just keep up the good work with the store and the promotion and i'll definitely uh be uh seeing you soon you guys uh, just take care have a great week and i'll let the other callers get in thanks man all right thank you danny great start to the show tommy he named some killer moments from uh wrestlemania's gone by and i hope that we get some more moments from our childhood we're going to jump right into our next call all the way out to sunny California to longtime friend of the show, Brian the Brain. Welcome back to the program, sir. We're talking WrestleMania. Tommy, Jay, good to talk to you guys. Uh, 37 years ago was the first WrestleMania, March 31st, 1985. So it's a great day for this uh, WrestleMania uh, highlight show. Awesome, Absolutely. Man. I love it. What are some of your favorite memories and moments from WrestleMania's? Well, I'm like uh, Danny. The first one I saw was closed circuit in uh, Sacramento with uh, probably uh, guessing around 8,000 people in the arena. And and, uh, the Macho Man and Steamboat match, that was the highlight of the night. But uh, as far as moments, I'd say number one all time, Hogan Andre. Um, Sentimental favorite was... uh, Piper coming out with a car broken where he's the first one to just, you know, basically jog out to the ring and the, uh, the look on his face and the ovation from the crowd. Um, what I, uh, you know, one that I was a lapsed fan for, of course, of course was, uh, like Danny mentioned Hogan and the rock. And then, uh, the, you know, one that happened before I was watching that's you know, right up there with maybe the most important of all time was the main event of WrestleMania one. And that, uh, Probably the moment I like best is Piper, you know, walking out right after the bagpipers and some some fan, uh, you know, says something that upsets him and he turns to the side all upset and then turns back around and smiles. 
Um, so in that first main event, main event of, of the first one with uh, Piper and Orndorff with with Orton in the corner against Hogan and T with uh, uh, with Snook in the corner, that one I think uh, laid the groundwork and and is right up there amongst the the top of all time with with Hogan and Andre behind it. And then uh, after I became a fan again, I'd say that uh, WrestleMania 31 when uh, Seth Rollins came out and and shocked us and, and took the belt with the money in the bank from uh, the Lesnar and, uh, and Roman Reigns match. That one, uh, that one ranks up there too. So that's several off the top of my head that, uh, that I, I put up there as some of the greatest of all time. All of them are fantastic. And if we're talking modern day, I think the Seth Rollins cash in is probably the best money in the bank cash in ever. And like you said, oh, it was yeah, unexpected, definitely. so got a huge pop. And so I'm with you that that is a standout moment. When you mentioned the early ones, you mentioned that WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 3, they kind of laid the groundwork for what we've come to expect from a WrestleMania. And I think you're absolutely right. I think the early ones mean more to us. One, because we were fans. We were aware of what was going on. But two, if it wasn't for the success of those early ones, we may not have a WrestleMania as we know it uh, today. Do you think, you mentioned Hogan Andre, and in my mind, that's got to be, if not the top, it's got to be in the top two or three moments of WrestleMania. Brian, where would you put that one? Is that your number one? Is that your number three? Where would you put Hogan Andre? Because I feel like they really put this WrestleMania thing on the map. Uh just because I watched it live as far as, you know, when it happened, I put that one and then I put, uh, nice. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a one, a one B with the first WrestleMania main event. Cause you know, people don't realize how crucial that one was to the business with that tag match with all the celebrities, Mr. P, Mr. T being there at, uh, that really, uh, got things going to where they were and, and so without that one, does Hogan Andre even happen? You know, does the right. company go under? Does uh, So, I mean, it's it's like 1A and 1B for me. And uh, another big one, of course, was Ultimate Warrior and uh, and Hogan at 6. But those, yes. like I say, 1A, 1B would be the first main event and the third. But um, WrestleMania 3 would be my favorite of all time just because it's the first one I actually watched as it happened. So. I'll give that one and in I, and WrestleMania one uh, main event one B and it could flip flop in I, ten minutes. So I yeah. I think that's a great take on it, Brian. And I feel like Hogan Andre is the one match that seems to uh, get better with age as far as the legacy and the lore around it. It almost has become like a mythical tale, you know. Hogan slams Andre, even if you don't watch wrestling or have ever seen it. I think that's in your your realm of consciousness. I think people outside of the wrestling world know Hogan slammed Andre. And I think it's just become kind of one of those things that the legacy is actually greater than the actual event itself. And so I love that moment. Definitely. Yeah. And then, uh, like I say, sentimental favorite was, uh, uh, you know, when Roddy retired, it was, uh, him coming out and jogging. And then, uh, I think Hogan was jealous and, and decided to do the same thing and just, you know, said, I'm skipping the cart and, and came out, uh, you know, uh, at the end of the show to just as big, probably bigger pop than Roddy. But those guys were, you know, top two popular at the time. And, and to me, that was that was the heyday for me is that uh, WrestleMania three. But uh, but yeah, those those are uh, 
top two for me for sure. And, uh, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. It's not as exciting this year, but, uh, uh, it, nothing, nothing's as exciting as when you were 12 years old or, you know, eight, say eight to eight to eight to 12, right, right in that ballpark is just prime life. So that's a very good point. So Brian, will you be tuning in to WrestleMania this weekend or is it something that you'll just wait and watch, see the results online? You know, for five bucks a, a month, we get I get pot, uh, Peacock, and and uh, yep. I probably won't watch a constant stream, but I'll be watching. And the the okay. Lesnar Reigns match to me is is the big one, and and people give uh, Charlotte Flair a lot of flack, but and Ronda Rousey a lot of flack, but I I think both those are uh, tremendous women performers, oh. and uh, you know, so I'll, I'll be watching. Listen, Brian, while I have you on the line, Stone Jay, real quick before we go to the next caller. You know, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, you know, ar- you know, armchair quarterback type of situation, fantasy booking. So we're, we're talking about how, you know, this WrestleMania feels lackluster and, you know, it's not what it used to be. And just, there's not that buzz. So, and, and probably the, the, and I'm, I'm trying to think about this year's WrestleMania card as you guys were talking and obviously you're going to, you know, Brock and, and Roman, even though they wrestled each other uh, a couple of times already, it's still that you know, marquee match with two big names on the grandest stages of them all. So I, I am I am looking forward to seeing that. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Charlotte and uh, Ronda Rousey. And one of the highlights of the show, they're building around who is Seth Rollins going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Now, Brian, do you know, if, is that night one or night two? Do you know? I believe it's night I one, correct? I, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, okay, so let, let's, let's, go, let's yeah. go with the fact that it's night one. And remember, this is just me... Because, you know, I'm, anyone that knows me knows that I, I like, you know, I like being creative. So I'm trying, I'm just trying to think, and, and this probably is not going to happen. It's just armchair quarterback booking, fantasy booking. But just when I'm done saying this, just feel the excitement that you're going to feel if this really did happen. Uh, and, you know, and, and I talked about this on a past episode that, you know, maybe, you know, some way, somehow WWE is, you know, what if they were connected with AEW some way, somehow. We're just, again, we're just fantasy booking here. So night one supposed to be Seth and Shane. Uh, Seth and uh, Cody Rhodes. They're they're building up on the internet. It's going to be Cody Rhodes. Everyone thinks it's going to be Cody Rhodes. So, you know what 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 would happen if Seth's out there? You know they're they're milking who it is, who it is. You know people are about to fucking go crazy because you know Cody's going to come out finally. And 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 kudos to them for not putting him on TV prior to WrestleMania. Sometimes they shoot their load quickly, and and do that. They didn't do that this time, which I think is awesome that they're they're holding off on it. So what happens, Shane, uh, you know, Seth's out there, he's waiting, he's waiting, he's waiting. I, I, w- I, would, I would milk it for like a minute. There's, you know, everyone's just looking at the entrance, there's no music. All of a sudden, Shane McMahon's music hits. Now Shane comes out. People are going to be so pissed off because they wanted Cody Rhodes. However, it's still, you know, I don't, I don't think they're going to, anything like Shane McMahon is, you know, Terry Gibbs. So I, th- I think that, you know, it, it's still the people will be behind the match, but they're going to want Cody. So you don't give them that. So night one, you do Shane as the mystery guy against Seth. And then, you know, night two, you have the main event, you have Brock and you have Roman for the, you know, the, whoever that the crown, the, you know, undisputed champion, you know, you have that match going on. You have a ref bump at the end, the ref's down, you know, all of a sudden freaking Cody Rhodes song hits. He comes out on the stage, gigantic pop. Wasn't expected. Uh, he's going towards the ring, you know, and, you know, he turns around and, and waves or he waves 
in the in the crowd. So because if, if everyone comes out from the curtain, it looks like it's a work. So you don't want that. So maybe even Cody comes out from somewhere different, and he's not alone. He's with half of the AEW roster there, and they just go in the ring and absolutely destroy both Roman and uh, uh, Brock Lesnar. And the pay-per-view goes off the air with AEW guys just standing over, you know, Brock and, and Roman. Like, now tell me, I mean, again, it's, it's fantasy booking. It's not going to happen. But wouldn't that get you excited about the business again? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be crazy. You'd have 100,000 uh, people that would be uh... – not happy. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, the closest that a uh, pay-per-view came to uh, to where I am recently was the Hell in a Cell where uh, The Fiend and Seth Rollins uh, went against each other and they had the, the red light thing which bugged the, bugged the hell out of me. And, uh, you know, that basically they, they end a, a match with no disqualifications with a disqualification. And it's just like, what? what <laughs> I'm just saying, pay it, all this, all this money and they don't get a clean finish on the, the main event of the it, biggest it, stage. They, they'd have a problem on their hands. Well, no, <laughs> but, but I, yeah, it'd be, it'd be exciting. It'd be, you know, they wouldn't have exciting, a problem. But, uh, they wouldn't have a problem in their hands. They'd have a hundred thousand people going absolutely ballistic that that just happened. Trust me. But the business oh, yeah. needs, the business needs a shot in the arm like that. And if it's not that fantasy booking idea, which again, it's, it's probably never going to happen, but they need something that people, when WrestleMania ends, their jaws are just dropping to the ground saying, Holy shit. I can't believe I just saw that. It, it just, it's, it's just like I mean, this, this past Royal Rumble, it was so predictable with, with uh, Brock Lesnar winning at the end. It was like, you almost, you knew it. when he came out, you knew, you knew the ending. And, and yeah, I, it's, I think that wrestling. I was fans, say, I picked uh, I picked Ronda and Brock to win, and they both did. And yeah, Brock wasn't think, even scheduled to be there, but you knew I, it. I <laughs> think that wrestling fans, uh, WWF fans, anyway, WWE fans, they just you know, they're just tired of guessing what's going to happen before it does. They they got to throw that element of surprise back in there. They need they need a shot in the arm. And I know that we're it's a different topic for a different day, but that's just my two cents. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe the Undertaker comes out and uh, choke slams Cody Rhodes as he's trying to uh, interfere, and, and one of the other still goes over. Maybe maybe uh, Undertaker uh, not only choke slams Cody Rhodes, but uh, then does the same to Brock to get his uh, his revenge over the one loss of the streak since he's in the Hall of Fame, and, and that's how Roman keeps it. To me, there's a there's a thing that people get excited about with all the love that's out there for Undertaker. And uh, and they keep the belt on Roman uh, uh, without without hurting Brock. Anytime you have the dead man and WrestleMania in the same sentence, you're going to get people's attention. I love that yep. you guys are both so, fantasy booking this WrestleMania. Hopefully, something cool happens that leaves people talking at the end of this weekend because I think that's what brings people back. I think you're absolutely right. It's got to be something. A surprise has got to be something that they didn't expect. It's got to be something exciting. And so we'll see what this weekend brings. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like Hogan and Warrior. You got a couple camps, and uh, and uh, I'm I'm a little more in favor of Brock just because the realism of uh, him and his UFC career. I'd, I'd rather see him go over, but uh, I have no problem if, uh, if Roman does. Um, you know, if there's no, uh, there's no Gaga, as they say, involved. But uh, what about you guys? You want Roman or you want Brock? Well, I'll tell you this. 
I am a fan of what Roman is doing right now. I think this character for Roman, I think he's finally found himself, and I think he's portraying it very well. On the flip side of that, Brock Lesnar is just this freak of an athlete that comes around once in a lifetime. And whether you love him or you hate his involvement in wrestling, he's only around for a short time. His career is not as lengthy ahead of him. More of it is behind him. And so I think you have to appreciate him while he's here. And so I'm a big Brock Lesnar fan right now because I know there's going to come a time when we don't have him and we're going to remember the kind of freak athlete and the strength and the aggression and the realism that he brought to professional wrestling. And so while he's around, I'm always going to enjoy his performances. Tommy, what's your take? Reigns Lesnar. I'm with you, man. I like both of those guys. I think they're, they're both pros. I think that Brock Lesnar is extremely, extremely underrated as far as getting the credit he deserves. I think a lot of people just, you know, they're, they're sick of Brock always winning or only being a part-time or whatever, but Man, Brock, if you if you're if you're in the business or know the business really good, then you know how good Brock is. And Roman, man, he's on another level right now. What he's doing as a heel, he really you know he really stepped up and he's really delivering. And I, I got to say the same thing for Seth. I think Seth found himself again with that new character that he has. So uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing that match on Sunday. I, I know that some people are rolling their eyes saying, "Ah, oh, this again," but. It's it's got that big match feel to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. You guys uh, have a great WrestleMania weekend. Thanks for uh, thanks for the show. Thanks for talking with me. And I got my last day of vacation. Gonna hit Disneyland one more day. Nice. Enjoy, oh, good for you, Brian. Yeah, enjoy Disneyland. Yep. Yep. Had to get up and talk to you before we started the day, though. Awesome, well, we appreciate that, Brian. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right, the conversation just keeps rolling. WrestleMania is just one of those topics that sparks the heart of a wrestling fan. We're going to keep the conversation going. We're taking the party to our friend Marty from Millville. Marty, welcome back to 80s Wrestling, the podcast. We're sharing our favorite WrestleMania moments of all time. Hey, Jumpa Jay. Hey, Tommy. How are you guys doing? Marty, the party. I just sent out your – you, you, got, you got the magazine subscription, right? I did. I was going to mention that to you. I was hoping the wrestling just, eye would find its way south. Oh, man. You know what? I just sent it out yesterday. I just sent them out yesterday. The, uh, wrestling, the wrestling eye is not in there, but uh, if you subscribe right. again, I'll make sure that you, you, it's in there for you. Yeah, I think it I kept putting it off. I don't know why. I'm like, when, when I heard about the, the magazine club, I'm like, that's perfect. I would love to get it. So, perfect. yeah, I'm on board, and, and I'm, I can't wait to get them. Awesome. Uh, awesome. Anyone out there that doesn't know what we're talking about, real quickly, my store, The Wrestling Collector, if you don't live in the area, you can get magazines shipped to you every month, your childhood favorites, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, Wrestling, Wrestling Eye, I know that's not Jay's, uh, Sports Review Wrestling, old <laughs> WWF magazines from the 80s and 90s, same thing, WCW magazines, and it's really cheap. I, I think, uh, Marty, what you pay? Twenty? He paid 25 bucks. To get yeah. four magazines delivered to them uh, from that time era. So yeah, if you're interested in joining the club, it's thewrestlingcollector.com. Let's get thewrestlingcollector.com. But right now, man, we're talking WrestleMania. We just got into a uh, a conversation more of you know what's going on currently. I, I want to talk about and concentrate on the greatest moments in WrestleMania history. There's a ton of them. 
What's one of or a few that come to your uh, head right away, Marty? Well, no doubt, and I agree with Danny uh, and Brian, you guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure if the five of us ever sat down, we'd all agree with most stuff anyway. Uh, but uh, the greatest is Andre Hogan. There, there's no doubt. Still, That's mine as well. Still watching yep. when it's dark. Because remember, it was light out, like at the beginning of that, like when the first match was going. Even, even for Steamboat Savage, you could still sort of light. You could, you know, it wasn't as dark. Then you had the main event feel. Like this was like the Beatles taking the stage. This was like the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Like that was it. And you see all the flashbulbs going off. Like it was like the moment. So that's the greatest. And it's, it's hard to argue against it. My personal favorite, because you know, I mentioned it, I think, every time I call, uh, but it was WrestleMania four. Uh, you know, being there, seeing Macho Man get his time at the top. And not only that, but in the ring, you also have DiBiase. You have Andre the Giant. Hogan is there. So, like, you know, Miss Elizabeth, you look down and you see the legends of legends uh, all at the end of WrestleMania 4. And I'll even throw a weird one at you guys. Most underrated, WrestleMania 5, Blue Blazer and Mr. Perfect. That wasn't the marquee Great matchup. Match. But when you see those two guys work, it is two of the greatest artists in the ring of all time. So in my opinion, that's the most underrated that like kind of gets forgotten about. But, man, Owen Hart as Blue Blazer back then in 89, and then you have Mr. Perfect just being him. So, yeah, that was that's my most underrated. But those are my three moments that when I saw the topic. Those are the first three that came to mind. I think all those moments are right on the money, Marty. I love that you mentioned the Blue Blazer and Mr. Perfect because you're right. From a wrestling standpoint, you there probably could not be a more entertaining match from a wrestling standpoint. And I got to be honest with you, I got to go back and watch that because I don't remember that one. But when you tell me that a Owen Hart, before we knew him as Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect at mm-hmm. WrestleMania, that's got to be a must-see match. So I'm going to go after this show. I'm going right to YouTube. I'm watching that one. Yeah, it's really good. I got to check out because I'm a teacher, and I have about two minutes, I'm going to have a bunch of eighth graders coming to the room. So, Oh, bless go. you, sir. But that's a tough job. We appreciate what you do. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, but before I do, uh, Tommy, I, I want to definitely compliment you. Sunday Night Slam, I'm tuning in every week. Uh, it has that old 80s feeling, that Monsoon Heenan feel to it. It feels like that was done on purpose because it was done so well. Um, and Thank then you. tuning into the matches, seeing the action, and then those guys talking about it. You have a heel angle. You have more of a straight or face angle. Uh, it takes me right back. So, I, man, I'm looking forward to the next one, and I really, really like watching. Hey, man, I, I first of all, thank you so much for watching and for your very kind words, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, my my train of thought going into that was I wanted it to be that way. I wanted to have that that primetime wrestling feel to it. And the opening, the, the opening video, uh, GoPro Wrestling, they put that all, they put the show together. They're absolutely phenomenal. And uh, I, I can't, I mean, he, 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 he makes it look so great. And uh, yeah. yeah, man. And, I, and you notice I try and do, you know, I'm, I'm trying to incorporate things from the eighties that we miss into ISPW uh, while the match is going on. There's a little box in the corner and the guy's talking about, you know, the upcoming match or program. And then, you know, you, you keep going to the mm-hmm. back and getting little vignettes with the guys and, and a hail commentator and face commentator. And, and same with the, yeah, host I was about to say the commentary team. Great. Oh, they're awesome. Tiger Mulligan and Matt Compatello, they do a great job. So yeah, man, I, 
I dig that you felt that vibe because that's exactly, exactly what I was going for. And I'm happy that uh, you, you, you picked up on that. So, yeah, anyone that hasn't watched my weekly ISPW show yet, again, go on YouTube. It's ISPW Wrestling. You can subscribe to the channel. And each and every Sunday at 6 p.m. is ISPW Sunday Night Slam. Thank you very much, Marty, for that compliment, by the way. No problem. Well, you guys probably heard the bell. That means it's time for me to go. But y'all enjoy the rest of the day. Have a great weekend. Have a great day. All right. Thank you, Marty. All right. Well, the conversation just keeps rolling on moment after moment. I'm getting more and more excited for WrestleMania. One last call. Been hanging on hold this whole time. And I know he's got a good take because it is. Toto Atom. Toto Atom, welcome back to the program, sir. Meltzer's boy. <laughs> Toto Atom in the house. What's going on, hey, brother? Jay, Toto Atom is Dave Meltzer's assistant, just so you know. So he's here to get some inside information. Yeah, he's, try, he's trying to dig what the rest of the lineup is for ISW Rock and Wrestling following Indies <laughs> Wrestling Con so he can go, go report at the Meltzer. I was going to talk um, about my favorite. I was going to talk about my favorite WrestleMania moment, but it looks like that uh, you know Danny from Butler and Brian the Brain used up almost every single one. It's got to be only one memory that you can give, right? I mean, let's be fair, guys. So uh, I'll give you mine. My favorite moment is. A, Probably one people don't think about too often. It's from WrestleMania 20. It's from a very underrated main event where it was a three-way between Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Chris Benoit. I thought it was an outstanding match. Uh, Gave some great realism to how it ended on a submission. And the moment that I always look at is when Benoit and Guerrero were in the middle of the ring together. You have two wrestlers who are both considered to be too small in the industry, now both holding world championships as the confetti came down on Madison Square Garden on them. Unfortunately, now Benoit wasn't a great, how can we say this, wasn't a great talker. He he had the wrestling down, but he, he, he didn't have it. He didn't have the charisma, and Guerrero had his demons, so both those title reigns didn't last long. But I always do look back at that very fondly. I will, I will um, say this um, real quickly. Before, I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, yeah, you, you look at and and I, I and I'm one of the guys that I'll never go back and watch anything from Benoit again, unfortunately. But I can't take away the fact that that was without question, without question, one of the greatest WrestleMania moments ever. You had two guys that both felt like they were held down, hugely in WCW ending WrestleMania, both as the champion with confetti flying throughout the entire arena at Madison square garden on the 20th anniversary. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, you can't take that away from, and that moment happened and it was without question. I'm glad you brought that up. One of the greatest WrestleMania memories of all time, unfortunately, and whether you agree with it or not, anyone, that, I'm not saying you, Tom, uh, it, it's been tarnished now because of what happened, but it, it will go down as one of the, the greatest memories and moments ever, in my opinion. I also want to touch base on what you said earlier. Um, you know, props to you. I mean, seriously, you are a promoter for wrestling, 
and you come on the air and say you're not excited for WrestleMania, that just proves that you are genuine in what you do. You're the real deal. And for you to come out on the air and talk about your feelings openly like that, I give you all the props in the world. Everybody who Everybody who listens to Tommy Fierro should know that it's no bullshit. I mean, most promoters would be out here talking about, oh, you know, if you look at it from my standpoint, I'm, a, I'm really excited. And I'll tell you why. Because AEW is, is breathing down, you know, the WWE's neck. Ring of Honor's out there. You have Impact, ISPW. And I give ISPW a lot of credit in my resurgence in wrestling as well. Um, but I am very excited. Um, maybe you're not as excited as much, Tommy, because you do have ISPW, and that's on your mind, first and foremost. Um, maybe you don't realize that. But I'm excited. I am going to drink all your beer and eat all your food on Saturday when I come to the Wrestling Collector. <laughs> Just make sure that Danny from Butler isn't sick if he's coming, because I don't want to get sick. <laughs> as far as fantasy booking goes, um there's a podcast out there that I just happened to be on this week. And I think, you know, the guy, Bob Williams, um, fantasy, um, podcast, uh, I, or fantasy booking, basically my idea, Tommy, and it kind of goes along with yours was for Seth to have his mystery opponent be the undertaker because it is in Texas. Um, maybe, you know, give the undertaker one last, you know, ride, so to speak. Um, I, kind of didn't like the movie that he had with AJ Styles to end his mm-hmm. career. So maybe a nice squash match with Seth Rollins. And I really wouldn't bury Rollins because it is The Undertaker. And then you go to night number two and you have the main event. And let's be honest, guys. I mean, if Roman wins and unifies the title or if Brock wins and unifies the title, for what reason? That title's going to be, that unification is going to be split a couple months later. So I'm thinking Cody Rhodes interferes in that match. Both men still leave that arena with the belt around their waist. And then Cody comes back out on Monday Night Raw, cuts a promo, and everyone is pissed at him. Yeah, I said something similar earlier about Cody coming out at the end of that. because, And, and, and if it's your idea with, with Undertaker on night one, I said Shane. But if it was Undertaker on night one, that, that crowd right there, they will completely – Forget about Cody Rhodes completely. So now, that's don't get night one though. Yeah, night no, one listen, I, yeah, I understand. That's what I'm saying. So, if the fans think it's going to be Seth and Cody, 100. percent So when it's Seth and he's out there and it's Taker comes out, the people are going to forget about Seth, uh, forget about Cody. So going into night two, they're not even thinking Cody because he was supposed to wrestle Seth on night one. So if Cody comes out at the end of night two, it is a big surprise. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah like I, want to, I want to mention one last thing. Um, I'd like you to elaborate on your personal experience this weekend. I know you already mentioned it when you walked into the ISPW arena and you saw the banner up there. But I'd also like you to tell everyone in, you know, who's listening about the other moment that happened with you and Leaping Lanny Paso. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this past weekend I, I posted it on uh, our 80s wrestling uh, Instagram page and Twitter page. So hopefully a lot of you guys saw it. If not, you can go back and check it out. 
when I was a kid, I actually caught Lanny Papo's Frisbee at William Patterson College in Wayne, New Jersey, in September of 1985. I held on to the Frisbee, still have it to this day. And uh, when he was at the store this past weekend, I pulled the Frisbee out, and we took another picture. And if you go on our social media, you can see the picture of me and Lanny as a kid holding the Frisbee. And then from this past weekend, me and uh, Lanny with me holding the Frisbee. Yeah, it was a... it was definitely a cool uh, full circle moment for me. And I, I know it meant a lot to Lanny. If you're friends with Lanny on Facebook, he actually pinned the uh, post to his profile. He was, he was pretty taken back by it. He thought it was really cool. So, and, and it was really cool. Uh, and I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Not at all. Jumping Jim, I'll see you at WrestleCon. I'm looking forward to it, Tim. We'll see you there. All right. All right. Oh, thanks for calling, man. Well, there we go, buddy. The time just keeps rolling and moving when you're talking WrestleMania. And I tell you what, that conversation between you and Toto Tom had me a little more excited for this weekend than I thought I was. Because can you imagine if there is some kind of swerve in the Seth Rollins match and they save Cody Rhodes to, to uh, interrupt the main event? I think that would put some, some attention on the product. Yeah, I, I, Tom, I, if I'm being, I think so. I'm being completely honest. I think one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is this return, if you can call it that, of Stone Cold Steve Austin going to be a guest on the Kevin Owens show. I don't know if it'll lead to any physicality, but it'll be exciting to see Steve Austin back at a WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I wonder I wonder what they're going to end night one with. I, you figure night two is definitely going to be main evented by Brock and uh, – and Roman, night one, uh, I guess it depends on who sets wrestling or they can go Charlotte, Ronda Rousey, uh, the main event of night one, which uh, I can see that happening. And I, and I believe Becky and Bianca Belair are night one, too. See, that's the thing. I don't, know, I don't know all the matches. I don't know what nights they are. But I, I, I do feel a little bit more looking forward to the show after us talking about it. But, again, in my opinion, it feels a comparison to the memories that we had growing up as kids. Obviously, the highlight of WrestleMania 1 for me was, you know, the main event with Hulk Hogan and Mr. T against Piper and Orndorff. WrestleMania 2, there's a few highlights there for me. As a kid, I was watching on closed-circuit television at William Patterson College in Wayne, and I remember being so excited when the British Bulldogs captured the tag team titles from the Dream Team. I believe I cried as a kid. And then, you know, and then, you know, who can remember, who can forget the, the big steel cage match and the Battle Royal, WrestleMania 3, obviously Hogan and Andre, Steamboat Savage. WrestleMania 4 is one of my favorite WrestleManias. The, I think it's an underrated WrestleMania, the, the title tournament. And then, you know, who, who can ever forget, you know, Macho Man lifting Elizabeth on his shoulders and celebrating the title when to close the show. WrestleMania 5, the Mega Powers explode. That's one of my top favorite. Uh, WrestleMania moments next to Andre and Hogan. WrestleMania six again, Hogan and Warrior. Who who can forget that? So, I mean, there's a lot of WrestleMania memories out there. What what are some of your favorite, Jay? Well, obviously we've talked about a lot of the big ones, and so I won't restate some of the big ones that we talked about. I'll tell you a moment that sticks in my mind from watching it as a kid is WrestleMania six, 
Okay. The my favorite tag team Demolition regains the championship titles from the Colossal Connection. I love that match. I love that storyline. But the moment at the end when Bobby Heenan gets into the face of an aging Andre the Giant and slaps him, and then Andre turns on Bobby Heenan, that's a moment uh, that sticks in my mind. I remember watching that um, and being so happy that Andre was done taking Bobby Heenan. Exactly. That's a moment right there. That's a moment from WrestleMania that sticks in my mind. Yeah, I mean, there's so many of them. I mean, there's so many of them. I'm happy to what Tom brought up the WrestleMania 20 thing with Benoit and Guerrero at the end because yeah man that is that was a really special moment unfortunately I can't look at it that way anymore but it was and then uh, another moment that we're forgetting which I talked about a couple weeks back uh, Connor's Cure is going to be a part of 80s Wrestling uh, Con live on May the 7th and you know who could forget when Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 captured the title and then went out and celebrated with. Uh, young Connor, who was sitting ringside, that right there, man, you go back and watch it. That very moment with him celebrating with Connor has got to rank up there as one of the top WrestleMania moments of all time. Absolutely. First of all, it's a feel good moment for Daniel Bryan because his chase for the title was so long and the fans wanted it so bad and they just kept prolonging it. So the final realization was a feel good moment, but yeah, then to celebrate, with Connor and you know what it meant to his family and then what Connor's cure has been able to do since then. Uh, and even now with your partnership with Connor's cure, it just, yeah, those kind of moments are what really propel WrestleMania year to year and make it so special in the hearts of fans. So that's a very good moment to bring up. We have a few minutes left, Tommy, but before we get into some of the other stuff that we'd like to end the show with, let me flip it on you. Is there a moment from a WrestleMania that left a bad taste in your mouth? We've, we're talking about the greatest moments. Is there a, a worst moment in your mind, something that happened at a mania that you were like, what the hell just happened? What is this about? Whether it was storyline or whether it wasn't storyline, whether it was poor booking or whether it was something that happened in the storyline that you felt, I didn't like, I didn't care for that at all. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, Jay, you're putting me on the spot. Is yeah, I am putting I you on the spot. <laughs> uh, this is only this only a joke. I, I'd have to really sit back and, and think about it. But the, the, I was what I was gonna say. Yeah, I was pissed off that uh, when we, the segment where we we arrested the Big Show in WrestleMania 15. <laughs> all day long, all day long, dude. I thought that it was gonna be we were going to the ring to arrest the Big Show, and and that was the working plan, which would have been so cool to be in front of that, be in front of the crowd at WrestleMania. So I, I was, I mean, God, so I was 21 years old. I was beyond nervous and excited. And then at like, uh, like once the show started, they switched it to a backstage vignette. So I was like, ah, oh, like it, it, we never got to go out in front of a live crowd, which really sucked. But, you know, to look back at it and still say, you know, I was in a part of WrestleMania, even if it's for 30 seconds. It was at WrestleMania 15. We, we arrested the big show, but it was supposed to be in front of the live crowd. So, I think I was most disappointed. If any WrestleMania moment I was most disappointed about, uh, that would be it because I thought I had been in front of the live crowd and they, they switched at the last second. That's a fair answer, man. That can't be worse than, wasn't there an eight-man tag one time for WrestleMania? I forgot who was in it. And then that one, I'm not having the match and so they ran out of time. So imagine 
you know, being in Gorilla or being all suited up, ready to wrestle and be a part of WrestleMania backstage, they pull your match uh, the last, yeah. last minute. That, that, that's got to be heartbreaking. That's got to be heartbreaking. Absolutely. Um, or even the tidbit that Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, shared on your Monday Night Virtual. He's the only performer in the history of pro wrestling that was paid not to show up to WrestleMania. Tell, tell that that's story. Be that's, you want me to retell the story? Yeah, yeah you can tell it. I'll retell the story, uh, but you got to do the Tony Atlas laugh at the end of the story. Okay. But as I remember it, because you guys are just having conversations on Monday Night Virtual. The conversation is flowing. You guys bring up WrestleMania. And Tony Atlas mentions that he was supposed to be on the card for the very first WrestleMania. He flew to the city. He had his gear. His wife was with him. He was all pumped up. He had just come from hanging and banging in the gym where he was curling 325 and bench pressing 540. Whoa, Jay, you got a little pep in your step today, brother. (laughs) And he gets, there's no cell phones back then, so he gets a telegram from Mr. McMahon himself. No, it sounds like he got a phone call probably at the hotel saying, we appreciate you being here. You're still going to get your WrestleMania paycheck, but you're no longer on the card. And so it sounds like he didn't even go to the event, that maybe he took his wife out for a night on the town. They had some dinner. They did a little bit of dancing. He's the only wrestler paid to not show up at WrestleMania. Brother, you, you're, you're, Is that you're about right? Talker. You're a good oh. talker, Jerry. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm, no, I was stalling because I'm trying to figure out, who did he say replaced him on that card? Was it uh, S.D. Co- Jones? S.D. Jones, that's who it was that he said took his spot at WrestleMania. And so he still got his payday, but he didn't have to work that night. He got the night off. <laughs> That's right, man. So yeah, I guess uh, I guess everyone out there enjoy your WrestleMania weekend uh, tomorrow. And here's the thing, Jay. Tomorrow is the Hall of Fame. Tomorrow night after yes. SmackDown is the Hall of Fame. Like I, even like a, as of a couple of years ago, I was just so super excited for the Hall of Fame. And it's like it's tomorrow, and like you barely even know about it, you know? Right. I don't know. And I, I guess Toto Tom said, you know, he said he, you know, he, he respects me for, you know not sugarcoat my opinion and and, I, and why would i i mean I, i'm this is a a podcast and you, you say what's on your mind i'm not you know if i was trying to you know uh get a job with wwe right now obviously i wouldn't be saying the stuff that i'm saying but uh you know you, you, you just you just tell it like it is you know that's the perfect example tomorrow's the hall of fame at 10 o'clock or whatever time it is after smackdown I, I didn't even I didn't even realize it was the Hall of Fame until just right now when we're talking. So that right there is what I mean. It's like it's hard to really be excited and amped and hyped about something when they're not giving you enough reason to. So if I'm just if I'm in the wrestling business, I own a store. Wrestling is my life, and I I just realized that the Hall of Fame is tomorrow. That's the perfect example of what we're talking about here. And you know, and part of it too is I don't know if it's because I'm older, but uh, WrestleMania used. To- a one night event and now to stretch it out over the event itself is two nights then you have the hall of fame it's all great stuff but it it can feel a little bit long to mark your calendar for three different nights the hall of fame usually very enjoyable this year we got some big names going in the undertaker that's going to be huge we got vader going in the steiner brothers were announced so there's a lot of great talent going to the hall of fame this year and so i will tune in. I don't know if I'll be able to tune in live, but because I have the network, I'll be able to go back 
and watch it at my leisure, but I am excited for all of it. Um, it is just a lot to take in, and it doesn't feel as exciting as it did when I was 8, 9, 10 years old, but it's still WrestleMania weekend. There's still going to be some good stuff coming out of it, and I'm sure it'll give us something to talk about next week. Yeah, and and I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining or, or bashing the problem. I'm not, man. I, I hope no, I hope it's it like it is. <laughs> but you know what? I, I wish I, I want to be very pleasantly surprised. I want to come on the podcast next week and say, "Hey, man, Jay, that was an awesome show, man. We we were you know we we were wrong. Like, I, I'm I'm sure it's gonna be a great show. The WrestleMania they always deliver. I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. I'm just I'm I'm just feeling I'm not that hyped up about it. But I want to go on the show next week and say. Man, that was an awesome show. I really enjoyed every second of that, and and I want to, and I want I want to have a reason to watch it every week, and I want to have a reason to be excited about it. Just gotta, they gotta be more consistent. So we'll we'll see what happens this weekend, man. I am looking forward to it. And again, if you live in the New Jersey area, stop by the Wrestling Collector this Saturday. WrestleMania all day, WrestleMania all night, 10 a.m. to midnight. The Wrestling Collector on Route 23, Stockholm, New Jersey. Paul Roma and Mario Mancini will be in the house at the store from 3 to 7 p.m. Also, some ISPW stars will be making some cameo appearances at the store throughout the day on Saturday, including the former ISPW women's champion, Vicious Vicky, and Rick Recon. They have already been signed to appear at the store this weekend, and I'm sure some other surprises as well throughout the day. So, hopefully I get to see you guys. Uh, If you live in the New Jersey area this weekend at the Wrestling Collector Saturday, specifically, from uh, 10 a.m. to midnight. And Jay, I know if you lived in New Jersey, you'd be at the store with me, and uh, I would have to tell your old lady to keep the light on for him. That's right. And then at midnight, you'd have to kick me out of there. The party don't stop. Uh, there ain't no party <laughs> like a... After, or, after like you a, get... <laughs> Jay, after you get one twisted tea, <laughs> the party's just started, right, brother? That's, you, you know it, man. And the party... There ain't no party like a wrestling collector party. And so uh, I know you are going to be having fun all day long. And I know... Mama Fierro is going to be up all night partying. Hey, now. Your store. Hey, I, <laughs> That's awesome, dude. She, she Mama Fierro. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, man, I hope, I hope you will, enjoyed this. She will be there, correct? No, 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 brother. The, the, she, <laughs> the way, way past Mama Fierro's bedtime, brother. We're, we're going to party all night long. Woo! <laughs> Watch this be the one episode my wife listens to. I, I I hope it is, but it, that's okay because Mommy Fierro's got to work that Sunday shift, and so she can't be up all night before her Sunday <laughs> shift. That's right, brother. And and I hope you and your family have a great weekend. I hope you enjoy whatever parts or parts or days of WrestleMania you get to watch. Same with yeah. you guys. And uh, we'll have more, much more information next week on '80s Wrestling Con taking place on Saturday, May the seventh. The Menin Sports Arena, Morristown, New Jersey. Come to the convention of the day. Stay for the show at night. Big lineup at nighttime. We're working on it. Hopefully, we have a complete card for you next Thursday here on the podcast. ISPW Rock and Wrestling is going to be following 80s Wrestling Con Live again Saturday, May the 7th. The Menin Sports Arena in Morristown, New Jersey. For all the information, Head over to 80swrestlingcon.com. And each and every Sunday, once again, be sure to watch ISPW Sunday Night Slam on YouTube. And uh, that's about it, Jay. Anything else you want to say? No. Happy WrestleMania week to you, Tommy. I look forward to uh, 
seeing what the show uh, is all about this weekend, and I look forward to connecting with you next week and talking more about 80s wrestling. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, brother. Well, until next week, we'll see you right here on 80s Wrestling, the podcast.